Super How's It Hanging? How's It Happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody, we are getting close to the end of the year for 2022. So, yeah, this is nuts. I was the heart of the end of 2022, but I'm all energized up right now because we are bringing some great, great friends back to the podcast for you to just hear both they've done this year and just all the crazy stuff that's happened from both rock bands and other people specifically. And this one, ooh. We brought this person on the podcast back in like October of 2021. Since then, she has skyrocketed in terms of her brand, in terms of her her uh, influence in the music industry, and just happiness overall. So this episode is absolutely incredible. Before we jump in, though, I want to thank our sponsor of this podcast, which is Phoenix Fitness. Yes, get mosh pit ready with us at Phoenix Fitness. Or that's, uh, that's just the tagline I'm going to use right now because, well, you guys know me. I love mosh pits. Like, this is my favorite thing to do in the world besides, you know, like podcasting and other things. But mosh pits are like where I feel like the most at home. And you guys know, like, if you've seen me in a pit before, like, god damn. I mean, I go in there and I don't come out to the, to the set's over. Yeah, I said the set, like, I don't want to miss out on any of those things, man. Like, I love it. So I'm always in the gym making sure I can lift and I'm strong enough so that I can continue to be in those matches, but have more than enough endurance to make sure that I can withstand the whole entire, you know, marathon that is a live show. So I'm in the gym lifting, doing cardio, but I got to make sure I prepare and recover right. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in with many, many, many different types of supplements to help you support your fitness journey and your fitness goals. Me personally, I use their uh, non-stim pre-workout because I've got more than enough energy as it is. Can you imagine me on like 300 milligrams of caffeine? Yeah, yeah, that's just crazy. So I use their non-stim pre-workout and their protein as well. They've made different options for protein, whether you like uh, collagen protein, um, just vegan style protein, whey protein, uh, B-cell recovery stuff, uh, pre-workouts, multivitamins, anything you might need is at fnxfit.com. Our listeners and our viewers here at the Corporate Rush Podcast can get 20% off using code CPP20 at fnxfit.com. Link description of the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Get mosh pit ready with us. Ooh, yeah. Now our feature presentation. So our friend Erica Leanne is back on the podcast today. She was back on in 2021, around October-ish, and her TikTok brand has grown. I've called out in the last episode that she was going to hit 500,000 by the time we did the next episode. As of the recording of this episode, she is at 500,400 TikTok followers. Oh yeah. Like what we called it. We go through Erica's whole entire year her the crazy year she's had in terms of all the live shows she's been able to go to all the experience she's been able to go to. But this is going to be the major key of the episode is going to be at the end. So definitely take a look at those like, you know, chapter markers down there because Erica talks about how she was able to get out of her comfort zone and do a lot of these things and just the positivity that has come there. I mean, the last two major points that she brings up in this podcast, they kind of left, left me speechless. Like my mind was buffering that you guys, you know, that doesn't happen. Like this is, this is incredibly amazing to have the opportunity to do this once again with a friend. So please welcome Erica Leanne back to the Core Progression Podcast. Are you guys ready? You better be. Let's go. Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. Last year, we had this person on the podcast, and let's just say we had a fantastic time. And over the past year, I have seen numerous shows with her. I've been to multiple festivals with her as well. She's had one crazy year, and I will remember this. I said at the last episode, by the time we would speak next, she would be at 500,000 followers on TikTok. I literally looked at it just this morning, and it was just over 500,000 the day we recorded this. So, did the prophecy come true? Yes, it absolutely did, and we're not stopping there. So, please, welcome back, Erica Leanne, to the podcast. So, Erica, welcome back. Hi! (laughs) I'm so happy to be back. Literally, like, a year later. Literally, like, a year later, and, like, everything that I've been thinking about, like, okay, all the shows that we were talking about going like, boom, all those shows end up happening. You went to so many of those shows. And then the thing that stuck on my mind was that 500,000 TikTok follower mark. I'm like, I hope to God it's there when we record this. And I looked maybe 20 minutes ago and I saw it and I'm just like, I forgot you said that. And it's crazy because a year ago when I remember you're saying that on the podcast, you're like, yeah, you'll hit 500 K. And I'm just like, kind of looking at you. I'm like, yeah, okay, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's really aiming high, man, but we'll see. And then. 
And we you gotta aim high. I'll say we gotta aim high at some point as well because if if we aim so high and we end up falling, it's like, well, maybe we just overextended even where we thought we could possibly end up making it yeah. to the point where now all of a sudden, boom, it, it happened. Like it literally happened. I'm still, I'm still just mind blown. Like I am still processing it. And a funny thing too is because I saw this from the, your uh, post that you put out the previous day before we recorded this. Best way to celebrate it: brand new puppy. Oh, absolutely. Yep. New animals, new animals. Yep. I got a puppy yesterday. I'm in so, the works of getting a bearded dragon. So I'll be busy. <laughs> you'll be busy to, you know, still going to shows making as much TikTok content as possible, still kicking ass, taking names, and then being the best pet mom there is out there. So, I mean, is there anything you can't do, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see. We'll, we shall see what 2023 brings. Well, if it's anything like 2022 for you, I mean, it's just, it's just going to keep going it's, up and up and up. I mean, it's been nuts. Ugh, the last three months, man, there's been so many times where I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what is my life? Like, what is my life? So when we look back, just look back at the last three months, like what were some of those things where you were sitting there just doing those things and you're just sitting there thinking, this is my life. Like, how did this happen? Like, what were some of those things that came out? Because I want people to know about this. Yeah, definitely. One of the biggest things, at least for me, was um, the band, The Smashing Pumpkins. They invited me to be a part of their new music video. Which I was like, what? Um, the I guess the only benefit I've found so far to living in Illinois <laughs> is, is that the Smashing Pumpkins are from Chicago. So it was such a surreal experience just hanging out with the Smashing Pumpkins and being a part of their music video, but also seeing that from that point of view, what it's like to film a music video. Um, so that like I was just standing there. I'm like, what is my life? <laughs> what is my life? Um, and then I was on like their TikTok page and stuff. Um, another really crazy moment for me was, um, I went to see Five Finger Death Punch in, well, not technically Chicago, but Tinley Park, you know, um, and I'm mutuals with Ivan Moody and he brought me like backstage. I was side, I was on the side stage for Megadeth, which I was like, what is my life? What is my life? Um, and then after the show, I hung out with Ivan Moody, literally sweetest guy, most caring, giving guy I think I've ever met. Nicest musician. Um, like we hung out. He gave me like so much stuff. Like he was literally, like ripping shit off the walls. Like, here, take this, take this. <laughs> and filmed TikToks with me. He was so, so cool. I'm like, what is my life? Like I'm literally, I, I'm just this random girl from Illinois. I literally just view myself as that. So it's really, really crazy having these experiences. And then in August, I was also side stage for Breaking Benjamin. Literally walked, not onto the stage, but walked through the backstage to the stage area with Breaking Benjamin. And then was at like their after party, like hanging out with them. Like what? It's just this year was just so, so giving and rewarding in so many ways. And like, I just don't think I could ever express my gratitude enough. Oh dear God. Okay. We got to dive into some of those. I'll start out with the breaking Benjamin one. Cause that was the one we've got the last one you mentioned, but yeah. I do remember cause we were at that, uh, the August Burns Red, we came as Romans show here in Milwaukee and like Lexi was there too. And I heard you, you and Lexi talking about, it. I'm like, huh, we'll see what happens. Cause it was like the next like two or three days, all of a sudden, like Lexi did that. And all of a sudden now I'm seeing you do that. And you're yeah. walking out with like, Jesus Christ, how is this happening? What yeah. is, what is this? Like, yeah. this is, this is insane. Yeah. And Allison Chains is one of my favorite bands of all time. So I got to see them like pretty much front row that day. So I was just in Zen, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just pure happiness. It's like, you want to know what happiness is? It's like for you, just, okay, I was there doing all this shit. I basically got front row for Alistair, but I'm right there. Got to see the whole entire thing and just, what is Jerry life? Jerry Cantrell was literally right in front of me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, like I could die. I could die now and I'd be happy. I'd have a very fulfilled life. <laughs> it and can then, end here. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you get side stage for Megadeth as well, which even I remember when we were yeah. at uh, Welcome to Rockville, cause like you had done everything you could to make sure you got as close to Megadeth. Oh, and of course the rain right. ended that's up, right. you know, screwing all of us over on that one. However, then a couple months later, you end up getting side stage, getting to see Megadeth 
finally, and just getting to take it all in. And then everything that happens with Ivan Moody afterwards, where you get to hang out with him, basically he's dismantling the room to give you as much shit as possible. I saw some of the TikToks you did as well with him, and it's just... It's, it's insane thinking about where we were, especially at the last time we had talked on the podcast, to just seeing all the crazy things and all the crazy people you have worked alongside, collaborated with, have gotten to meet all the crazy moments with these concerts that you've been able to be a part of. I mean, it's just it's just mind-blowing, just the transition and just the time that's gone from last year at this time to this year. It almost makes me want to go back and rewatch our episode, just to see how much the both of us have changed, you know? honestly i think we might have to i might have to do that i might have to like post like the one that we did like the day before side by like, side. like side by side like kind of like the weird like tiktok stitch thing you just be like okay i'm just gonna put them all together and just i the might have to time, um i was on your podcast i was literally in my college dorm room that's right and now i bye bye college <laughs> out of there <laughs> Yeah, I totally. I even forgot about that too, because you you graduated college, and then literally to celebrate your graduation, we literally went down to Welcome to Rockville. Two like, days later, well, I graduated college. Two days later, we left for Rockville. I was like, "This is the greatest grad gift I think I've ever received." <laughs> yeah, absolutely, graduation. Oh yeah, you know, some people they they go off and get jobs. Some people go on vacation. What do we do? No, we go to a fucking music festival. And we, we go to a music festival. <laughs> but not and only you, that, but literally a festival all the way in Florida. In in Florida, the whole entire drive down there, you, me, Jake, and Jarek just screaming metalcore at the top of our lungs yep. all the way down there. The whole time. You think we'd stop once? Nope. It was playing the whole time. It, it was going the whole time. The only time I think we stopped playing like any sort of metalcore was all since like, all right, you took like you took Jarek's so one's like, okay, I gotta play some of my shit. And it was basically like, all right, here comes some slipknot, here comes Sisma Down, here comes I remember I was playing Mud like Mudvayne. I was like, ah. <laughs> and they were all just sitting there just like we can bop They're in this. like, okay, okay. <laughs> but oh, I mean, yeah. It, but it was, I mean, just think about it, just a hell of a lot of fun. Even jump back to like the whole entire Ivan Moody thing. Like when you're talking about him being one of the sweetest people in rock and metal, I mean, take a look at one of the videos that just happened, one of their most recent shows where someone had a seizure and yep. he literally jumped down to attend to them in that moment. From what you're saying versus the acts we just seen from Ivan, you know, from a couple days ago from the recording of this episode. I mean, it just speaks volumes to the fact that, you know, you're saying that he's one of the nice people ever. Boom. There's the proof to everybody. It's proof. Yeah. Like some people have almost like a different persona on stage, but that's Ivan Moody. I feel like all the time, like he's just a, a genuine person. And oh, I wish that there was more people like him in the rock industry. Yeah. Cause the, I mean, you, the more you get those genuine people to show up and the more you get those people to really show who they are, especially if they have that genuine persona, the more welcoming and the more positivity is being brought to the rock and metal scene. It's kind of like, can we get some more positive press? Like on Chris motionless with all like the crazy stuff that he does in such a positive light. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones as well, but like Chris is like the first one that pops mind when yeah. it comes to just like the ghost inside most- is also a yes. very genuine band. Yeah, even after like everything they went through with the recovery, trying to get back from the bus crash, and it's just they're still just as genuine as possible. Even going through some of the yeah. stuff they've gone through, just speaks volumes about them. Same with Silent Planet. Oh, oh, oh god, saw, yeah. yeah. What what happened recently with, with their car wreck? Yeah, yeah. Because even I, I'd actually spoken about this. I think might have been on one of the live streams. But after the bus wreck, it was they put the GoFundMe up there, and in seventeen hours, they almost doubled it. But the thing that got me the most was you took a look at. Like, cause you can see kind of like some of the top donors on there. You took a look at the names. It was like multiple different record labels were putting stuff up there. Like Courtney Laplante put something up there. Andrew from the Ghost Inside put some money up there. Dayseeker did. And Noah Sebastian from Bad Omens was the top like provider for it. And he shared it on everywhere that they possibly could for with Bad Omens. And in 17 hours, it was Sound Planet goes from a horrible situation to they're literally back on the road, ready to go and they, it's all based on just who they are as people, how they've connected with many people across the music industry, how they've connected with fans and kept that positivity rolling where people wanted to help them out in any capacity that they could. Oh, absolutely. This community is by far one of the most genuine, giving, kind of souls of people. Oh, oh, they truly are. And it's it's pretty much a telltale sign, especially when, you know, from a fan's perspective, Think about those good old mosh pits. When someone gets knocked down, how many people are going to pick that person right back up? Oh, someone yeah. gets hurt, how many people yeah. are throwing up the X trying to get oh, you know, yeah. some medical if attention? Oh, yeah. If someone needs medical attention immediately, without even thinking, everyone's like, hey, 
everyone yeah, everyone's like hey and then you, you, even like people fall down or people are tying their shoes in the pit like people just like huddle around but it's like okay don't hit these people this is a yeah. bad thing if you hit them yeah. just don't do it oh yeah absolutely jumping into like the smashing pumpkins thing because when i saw you <laughs> in the smashing pumpkins you're just seeing like the post but i'm like how how it, it's not a question of like that the fact that this happened but like how did this happen so how did you get to that point where you connected with smashing pumpkins and were able to be a part of that music video yeah so what happened was i i, I love the smashing pumpkins i've always been a fan of their music i remember being like 11 10 years old listening to pandora and today by the smashing pumpkins would pop up and i'm like oh my god i love them um but so on tiktok i made a video using one of their songs it was zero and it was just like a fun little video it wasn't like affiliated with them or anything like that literally just for funsies and the, the girl that runs their social media saw it and i noticed that they posted that video on their instagram story and i was like fangirl i'm like oh my god the smashing pumpkins <laughs> Fast forward to September, I get an email from her and she's like, hey, the Smashing Pumpkins are going to be filming a music video in Chicago. We would love for you to be a part of it. Like thoughts, you know, and I'm like, oh, absolutely. I remember I actually got in trouble with work and now I'm like on their watch list because I called <laughs> off <laughs> that day. I literally told them I was like, I'm going to be in the Smashing Pumpkins music video. Like they're probably like, yeah, OK, girl, <laughs> like, OK. Um, but yeah, I called off and boom, there I was. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that work just like, oh no, no, they're not believing you. And then all of a sudden, if they would check anything on social media, they would it's check, like, they'd be like, oh yeah, go check the no, video. That's her. <laughs> and the coolest thing too, I just saw them at United Center. They just, I, I believe they're almost done with this tour, the Spirits on Fire tour with Jane's Addiction and Poppy. Um, and for that song, which is very good like business promotion mindset they played the music bit video on the big screen so and they were zooming on people's faces so immediately i like take out my phone i was like ah! i was like screaming and jumping around i'm like that's me on the, on the screen like it's crazy like that was more again what is my life <laughs> Yeah, that's just one of those things where you look at it and everyone has some of those moments where you look at it's like, how is this possible? How is this happening? And it seems like, you know, even just talking about it, you've had so many of those moments happen in 2022. But just that whole entire thing with the Smashing Pumpkins where they email you about being in the music video. You you just tell work like, I'm out for today. See ya. Smashing Pumpkins music video. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Like, that's going to happen. And now you could probably send the music video and be like, hey, guys, it actually happened. Like, yeah, this be is like, why there's this. Me. That, that's me at three whatever whatever the timestamp was <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was in there don't, like, trust me, me this was, it me. was like it's a legitimate concern of why i had to skip work i mean if yeah. you got a chance to be in a smashing pumpkins music video wouldn't you say yes no matter what yeah oh my goodness yes oh. incredible experience just so many crazy things If that's not even like some of the crazier stuff too that's happened because didn't you go out to vegas and do some like dj set at some point oh or, yes some, uh, like yes that's another what is my life so <laughs> one of my best friends ever named rena she's on tiktok we found each other through tiktok she's a dj and so i remember i was talking to her on the phone one time and she's like oh i have a couple shows coming up i was like oh like where are they gonna be at? and she's like oh you know i'm gonna be in blah, blah, blah in Las Vegas. So I was like, oh, when are you going to be in Vegas? Turns out it happened to be she's playing in Vegas when I was already planning on being in Vegas. So I was like, no way. I was like, all right. So in my head, I was like, I'm going to go there and get like front row so I can take videos and pictures of her like for her, you know, supporting and stuff. And then when we got there, she was like, oh, can you co-DJ with me? Like, do you want to like be on stage and like help me out and stuff? I was like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> So I'm wearing like these hiking sandals with this dress, like not the best looking fit, did not expect to be on stage. And it like, it's just, I can't even describe the feeling it is being on stage. And, you know, when you're being hyped up and people feed into that energy, they feed off of your energy and they reciprocate that. It's just the most amplifying feeling I think I've ever experienced. It was just so fun. And it's funny because the music we were DJing, you would think it would be like metal. No, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. No, it was like One Direction <laughs> and Justin Bieber. And yeah, and like Olivia Rodrigo, because that's the theme of the DJ night, which 
I personally didn't grow up as a 1D fan. Like, I know the hits, you know, just the radio stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I've heard this before. Oh, I know this chorus. So, you know, I really put on my pretending game. And <laughs> I think the crowd, they're like, oh, yeah, this girl knows this stuff. <laughs> Even though it's not in your repertoire, it's just, if as long as you're able to create that sort of experience, I mean, take a look at all those different bands that we've seen live and just on stage if they're going and playing in front of a crowd where they're not like the crowd is going to see somebody else, it's how do you win that crowd over? And if you're being hyped up, how do you roll with that energy? How do you make that experience something truly impactful? Even if you're not yeah. as well versed in the music, I mean, clearly if the crowd is responding to you, if the crowd is getting hyped up, if they're feeding off that energy, then you're doing your job. Oh, you know, a great example of that is the band of Void. When I first saw them with um, I think it was Fit for a King, wasn't it Hollow Front and Silent Planet? Yeah. Isn't that the lineup? Yeah. So, yeah, you were at that show, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I remember, I've never heard of a Void before, but watching them on stage, like, I became a fan. I had so much fun, even though I didn't know the words to any of the songs. I wasn't familiar with them, never seen them before, never heard them before. But I had so much fun because I was feeding off of their high energy. Oh, God, yeah. And then even, like, during that whole entire show, too, that one that we were at, it was no one really even knew who they were except for, like, maybe a couple of people. Like, I had had Benny on the podcast back in early 2021, so I knew what was going on. And there was one other person in the pit that knew, like, who Avoid was, and we had, like, four people in there. I ended up becoming good friends with that guy. Him and I go to shows all the time now because he's from Milwaukee as well. But then by the end of the show, because I remember during a boy's last song, like the whole entire crowd split for the wall of death. It wasn't just like a part of it. No, the whole entire thing yeah. split open and you're just feeding off the energy at that point. And I still remember talking with Tyler from Hollow Front as well. He was like every single night. He's like, how do we follow a void? Like, I just don't know how to follow that. Yeah. They were just jumping all over the stage. Benny crowd surf into the crowd. Like it, they're just so fun to watch. And it got to the point where even when we went down to Rockville, we had to make a stop at Bucky's for the Bucky's pilgrimage a lot because of like Jake and Jarek. Like we're so keen in on it because of a boy. I mean, they even got the fucking Bucky's gear too to go along with it. I mean, we all did. Yeah. Oh, Bucky's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm still seeing if I can try and find a way to get Bucky's to sponsor the podcast so I can just be like, yeah, use this code when you get to Bucky's so you get 15% and just send it to every band possibly like, hey, use this, use this, use this. Yes. Yes. We love Bucky's out here. We love Bucky's. Ah, uh, good old Bucky's. I, I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish they'd bring them up here, but I don't think, uh, I think the, uh, in Wisconsin, I don't think they're going to make it up here. The people are very too much infatuated with quick trip for, uh, for Bucky's to be a thing, but I really would like me some fresh from some fresh brisket at a gas station though. Oh, oh, so yeah. good. Oh my God. <laughs> Shit, now I'm reminiscing. I'm going to have to go down to another festival in 2023, or we're going to have to go down to another festival in 2023 for the whole entire, you know, festival experience, and then also stop at Bucky's. Yep, yep, Rockville, Rockville. Go to Rockville once again, and hope. hopefully it's not as hot as it was the last time. Oh, my God, the last day when we saw the Smashing Pumpkins, oh, my God, that was, that was probably one of the worst in terms of heat being at a festival, waiting all day at a stage. That was rough. Like, I was physically sick. <laughs> Yeah, because you waited at the like the one of the main stages because it, it was uh I think it was Radkey Spirit Box was on that stage. Uh, that Hailstorm. Sunday. Hailstorm was there that day. And I remember I, I was I was with you guys for Radkey and Spirit Box, but then of course Spirit Box was I jumped to the pit and then I was kind of moving around the rest of the day while you guys were for smashing pumpkins. Yep. I think I was either at the Who or Escape the Fate going nuts at the same time. So Oh hell yeah. But I, I remember, love the Who. But I remember you, you I remember that whole entire because that that was Hawaiian shirt day. It was little... Yes, yes it was. Yes it was. <laughs> I should have worn my shirt. If I knew, I would have worn my shirt on the podcast. <laughs> I should have mentioned it because then I could put the picture up there too, and everyone would be like, "Um, is that Hawaiian shirt?" Yeah, it was the best. It was the best album cover of twenty. You can put it up there, anyways. <laughs> also, yeah, I'll put it up there because everyone has and to I'm see. And I'm like it. this, and it's like our campsite <laughs> in the background. Yeah, and then Jake and Jerick are just all goofy. And I'm just like stoic, just like mostly because yeah. like I'm like. This shirt's about to break if I yeah. like move anymore. And it's so crazy too, because that all happened because I was on your podcast like a year ago. That's right. Yeah. 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 Cause that's, 
Because we had talked about random shit, and that's how we met was basically doing the whole podcast thing after, uh, I think it was Julian, shout out to Mr. Julian Purnell, because yeah. you talk you talk about you, all of a sudden you jumped in the live stream and we mentioned it, and then all of a sudden, boom, podcast happened. A couple months later, all of a sudden, you got the tickets to Welcome to Rockville, and then boom, now all of a sudden, we're going to Rockville. We're going got, to Rockville. <laughs> you got two more, Jake and Jared come along with, and it's just... It's a time. It's, it's a just time. Like, Actually, one of the best shows I've ever been to or experienced was actually Ministry at Welcome to Rockville when it was just absolute downpouring rain. I think you guys were at We Came as Romans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for corn. I was front row. I was, But I don't know what it is about rain. It makes concerts 10 times better. If, if I think about it correctly, when it came to the rain, because I still remember that day, too, because it was the Friday for Welcome to Rockville, I was struggling through the heat the whole entire day. Like, I was not having a good day at all. And after the first rain delay, like, when, because uh, I was going to go for Whitechapel, and I saw how crazy their pit was, but I just couldn't physically actually go and do it. So, yeah. I needed something. But you were at ministry, Jake, Jerick, and I were at We Came as Romans, and then when the rain started, it was just, like, the energy just got kicked in. And I always equate it with when we were like little kids or whatnot. And, you know, say you're like going to soccer practice or something, it starts raining. You always wanted to go when it was raining because it was just so much more fun. You're yeah. sliding around. There was just some sort of joy that got brought to it. And all of a sudden now, now it's at a concert setting. Oh my God. It's people just, so just fun. People are just amped up to all hell. Cause I, I, I even look back at it. Like that was probably my favorite set of any band I've seen in 2022 was that we came as Roman set in the rain. Yeah. And I just remember too how cold it got when they canceled the show. And it just got freezing cold. Oh, and I had yeah. like a tank top on. So I'm literally like this. And this one security guard, bless his heart, he like took off his rain coat or whatever and like gave it to me. Cause I was literally standing there like physically shaking. It was so cold. I, used to, I do remember that too because when we were back at the campsite waiting for you to come back because we got back before we were like is Erica okay like it, it, like yeah. we were waiting to see her and all of a sudden we saw you come back like home like this but you were in like I'm a like rain this. poncho <laughs> I was like I um, was lost I was cold like everyone was just so sad because the festival got canceled I want to say no Guns N' Roses wasn't that day no Guns N' Roses the next day the next day but you know all like the rest the head like porn wasn't playing anymore Megadeth already dropped off like everyone's already sad and they're just all like walking back to their cars or the campsite or wherever. Just like they're all their heads are down. Everyone's just so like sad. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day too, cause on that Saturday, we also had the rain as well. And you and Jake and Jerick end up hiding under that table, trying to get as close as you could for shine down, which I, I have I'll to commend the effort that. for that one. Cause that was when you guys told me the story on that, that was hysterical. I'll never forget that. That lady literally ratted us out. Like, we're under the table and the cops like walk by and stuff. Like they didn't see us. And that lady's just standing there and like laughing at us and recording us. And like, in my head, I'm like, lady, like go away. <laughs> and yeah, ratted us out. But you know, for safety stuff, it, you know, that was the universe's way of saying you guys are dumb. Like <laughs> go to the grandstands or go to safety. Like, come on, you know? Yeah, but it spoke to the dedication of especially like you for the whole entire weekend to try and get as close as possible for every single show you wanted to get to. Because when the rain came and they were like telling people to go like, OK, you got to go to get like take shelter and whatnot. You, three of you end up like, under a table. And yes, there was a tablecloth over there, if I'm correct or from what I remember from the story where you couldn't really see. You couldn't see from the outside in but because you guys were inside. You could still see yes. out, though. So you could yes. actually see this woman that was like laughing, holding their phone. It was like, I want to see what happens as the state troopers are like rolling through trying to get everyone to safety. It's like, get, yeah, go, just 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 shoot, shoot. Yeah, that was just. I don't think anyone expected that weekend to turn out how it was. I mean, it was nobody's fault. You know, you can't when it comes to weather like that's out of everybody's control. No, you can't. You can't take that, in, especially when it comes to weather, because you never know when you plan these festivals. You have no idea what the weather is going to be like on those days because these kids plan, you know, months, even a year in advance. And I still remember even like during that rain delay when you were under the table because I was back at the campsite and I was walking back and I'm like, Please don't cancel Rise Against. Please don't cancel Rise yeah. Against. And I saw, I saw the, uh, I saw the update. And I just really yelled out, "Fuck!" Fuck. Uh, yep. I remember. So, yeah, we were at Shine Down the second day when they canceled the rest of the night, and 
we were like three songs in and Shinedown was still playing, but it showed on the big screen, like whatever it was saying, like evacuation or whatever. And I, everyone's just like, <sighs> you know? <laughs> And Shinedown was still going. If I remember, like, they were playing Enemies at the time when it yep. came up. Like, they had just started, and they weren't going to stop. Like, Shinedown didn't want to stop They finished at all. the song, yeah. And they would have kept finished. going, too, if they would have been allowed to. But I still remember going back to the campsite after that, and then, like, the torrential rain just started to come down. And Shinedown, cam- um, that day, they actually waited at Rockville till, like, 1 or 2 in the morning to see if the weather would stop so they can play again. Yeah, and when, I still remember when I heard that, too, was I had so much more respect for Shinedown than I ever did in that, like, ever had before. Just because when you think about it, a band is just thinking about putting on a show for the fans at any chance they can have. And I, there might have been, you know, some noise ordinance issues that probably prevented it from happening, especially if they're going to go on and, like, try and go on 1, 2 in the morning. But could you imagine if all of a sudden they got the go-ahead and they played the full set at like one in the morning, every single person that was camping out there would have gone gangbusters running into the venue, get as close as possible to go and see that. Oh, absolutely. I would have. Oh, the four of us would have been running just like, don't slow down. Oh, ah! yeah. We would have been sprinting. Oh, we would I did a lot of running those two days. Lots of running. I still remember, I, I'll never forget this too, after the day one, I, my, I had blisters on my feet, and I'm like, this is going to suck the rest of the time. But every time, <laughs> like, every time I got into a pit, even with the blister on my feet, it was like, something clicked in the brain where it's just, that pain no longer goes yeah. away. We're going full force at this. That's how it is at shows. You could be really sick, but then the moment the band comes out, it just disappears. It's one of the craziest things. It's just like the adrenaline, the pure happiness just comes through to you. For me, I call that rise against syndrome because the last two times <laughs> I've seen them, um, I've been sick as all hell like before the show. Even the one I went to go see in Chicago in December of 2021, I was crawling on my kitchen floor trying to get outside because I could not actually stand up. I was just that much like sick in pain and whatnot. I still managed to get there. And I still remember this. The first note they played a Prayer of the Refugee, something clicked in my brain where all of a sudden sickness Felt like it was gone. gone. I could breathe clearly. My legs were no longer in pain. I'm like, it's go time. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And I know you've been to a whole bunch of shows in 2022, like probably more than I have. And I know I've been to a lot as well. So <laughs> what show has been your absolute favorite from 2022 and why? Wow. 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 I know because... that's a big question. <laughs> especially the last three months um i went to do festivals count um if i say yeah you look like you want to say no i want to say no i want to say yes it's it's like a gray area yeah because i don't know i went to three festivals in september in a row like three weekends in a row um and there are just so many shows from them from you know the festivals that were just incredible but it's like it's hard because it's like I saw Iron Maiden this year. I saw Scorpions this year. I saw Rammstein, you know. Rammstein, I think, would have had to be one of my favorites from the entire year just because it's Rammstein. And in my opinion, they make American performers look so boring. Just not, no band out there can put on a show quite like Rammstein. That's true. Yeah. I think I, I think I saw a video was from the Rammstein. Uh, like, I think it might have been from their like Instagram account where they showed like the uh, how much electricity they were taking up and they actually had it from Soldier Field. And it was just the ca- like, sea of cables was just all I, I've never seen so much for one show. I just looked at them like, yeah, this makes I heard sense it takes them like though. three days to set up their stage. So they have two stages. That's why, like, when they did the U.S. shows, they performed every like three days or so. Yikes! I had no idea that that was the case. I knew their stage yeah. setup was big, but I didn't know their it took stages are days. just so elaborate, and they use so much pyro. And it's like you have to continuously check it, you know. Especially with the stunts that they do, you need to make sure that everything's working okay, and that there's not going to be any like oopsies or you know. Yeah, so they bring out flamethrowers too and try and like light someone on fire at the same time. Yeah, like they have one of the members sitting in like a cauldron, and like he like shoots fire at him, you know. Or like he, he has like the wings with fire. He has like a like a thing coming from his vest with fire shooting out. Man, p- putting every single American performer to shame. To shame. He has like a baby stroller on fire. <laughs> 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 no one does it quite like Rammstein. 
no one does it like Ramstein, but then, yeah, I mean, you think about it too, it's when they come over to the United States or whenever they play any sort of live show, why they're always top of the bill, why they're playing these massive venues and why people Soldier are going field. to see them. Even even if people like myself, where it's like, I know who Ramstein is, but I don't really listen to him on the regular. But, you know, just see, knowing the fact that that's the live show style that they're going to put together, like, I want to be at that shit, but you, yeah, I miss out on this You time. don't have to really know the songs. I mean, I personally do you know, they're one of my, they're definitely on my top 10 of favorite bands, but you really don't have to know the music. And I love bands like that. Oh yeah. Cause it's, it allows so many other people to get into them and so many other people to get into that style of music yeah. because even if you have no, don't even like the style of music that Rammstein plays, you go to see that live show and you're so captivated by what's going on on stage that you just, you, you can't, you, you can't help, but just enjoy it and love it and be as entertained as possible by it. Oh yeah, it's it's entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. It's entertainment, it's purest form. It's kind of like on a smaller scale. It's like when I first saw Ice Nine Kills. Even though, yeah, I love being in the pit and it was a lot of fun. But even if you stepped out, if you have any sort of like passion for horror, like and like any sort of horror trope, and you watch that stage show, you're like, my god, these guys do their fucking homework, and it's just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that face right there, yeah, just the, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is good shit. That right there. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to take like a screenshot of that. And that'll be the that'll be my new uh, profile picture for everything on social media. Just gonna be me going. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I might get some other questions around that, but we'll see what happens. Now, I kind of want to jump to some of the music stuff as well because of I know how wide array your music taste is, especially with the rock metal. Brought a couple other things, so we've had a lot of great music come out in 2022. I don't think that there's any denying that. Would I ask you for your favorite, like, what's the best album of 2022? No, because it's going to be damn impossible to pick. But how about this? When it comes to the music that's come out in 2022, what have been some of those bands or albums that have released music that have been just, like, the ones that have gotten you excited over the moon that have been some of your favorites? Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. You know, I... A lot of people call this album of the year. For me, it wasn't like album of the year. It actually took me a while to get into it. But Bad Omens, their new album, for a lot of people, that was like, like Jarek, for example, he was like album of the year. Because to be honest, when I first listened to it, I was like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm actually, this is why I could never do like a reactions thing. Because my first impression to a lot of new songs, I'm like, eh. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I don't really care for it. But then you listen to it more and more um, and you just fall in love with it. But um, St. Sonia, they released, I believe it was an EP and I loved it for some reason. Like I listened to, I forget what's, oh, um, shoot, chew me out or do me out and spit me out. You know, that one. Um, <laughs> I remember I listened to it for the first time and I was like, wow, I loved Shinedown's new album. That was very, very good. Disturbed actually is coming out with new stuff right now. They just released a new song, I believe, yesterday. Their new album came out on uh, November 18th, so it was two days before we shot this when the whole album came out. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I haven't gotten to it. Um, hot take. I really liked Slipknot's new album. I know that I got a, a lot take. of criticism. A lot of I got a lot of criticism, but um, it's not like there's definitely some skips on there for me but overall i i'm a fan of it yen is actually probably one of my top favorite slipknot songs which is kind of crazy to say because like especially like their self-titled album to me you can't beat that or like iowa but i love yen i don't know what it is about that song i think it might be my most played song of 2022 whoa i was literally just jamming to it earlier like putting on makeup like <laughs> I love it. I love it. Motionless and White's new album was pretty good. I personally liked Disguise a little bit better, um, but incredible album. Anything Motionless and White releases is just chef's kiss. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm going to think of stuff later down the line, but like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. But one thing I have to absolutely agree with you on is the Bad Omens take, because I still remember when I, Death of Peace of Mind came out, I listened to it and I said, this is different. I'm not as into this, but if I equate yeah. it with anything, I was like, this is what I wanted Amo from Bring Me the Horizon to be like. Like, this is what I was hoping it would have been like. But as yeah. time has gone on, I just keep listening to this album more and more. I'm like, it's still not as heavy as the Bad Omens as I absolutely like, but this album is still one incredible piece of work. It really, really grew on me. 
it was it was that album where there's people that absolutely loved it from the start but everyone that was hesitant on it like as time has gone on has gotten so much more and more yeah. into it they started and, to understand the hype they're like i get it now I and, get you're, it. and you're seeing the like the payoff of that hype as well with the Concrete Jungle Tour being completely sold out everywhere. They go, like every venue either if if like the days that sell that took some time to sell out, it was either because they added second dates or they upgraded the venue to like like to a bigger stage, and yeah. then everything still sold out. It's like my god, yeah. what the yeah, hell? Yeah, don't happened? get me wrong. Like I got into Bad Omens uh, when their first album came out. Like they're I really loved their older, more heavier style. Um, and I think that's why when I first listened to, to death, peace of mind, I was like, you know what, this isn't really for me. Um, <laughs> uh, like it's too slow, but now I don't know. Once you like really, really start to listen to them and giving them another chance, you're like, no, this is really good. <laughs> I think for me, like to get, give them another chance. It was seeing them live the couple of times before the concrete jungle tour, like when they had, uh, when they filled when they stepped up and took every time I die spot on that under oath tour back in March or, uh, when we saw them at Rockville or when they were opening for the first run, right. half of the uh, A Day to Remember run. Because it was yeah. they were primarily just playing Death of Peace of Mind stuff, except you had limits into Throne at the end. Like, that was the only thing they'd ever deviated from. But then it was like, I listened to, like, Nowhere to Go, and that was the one that got me to understand so much more of what was going on with Death of Peace of Mind compared to the rest. Because yeah. the titular song, I was thrown off by that one. Artificial Suicide, I'm like... This is the happiness I like, but there is just something that's just not fully there compared to like the throne or my other favorite glass houses. But right. where uh, to go houses. was just the one that got me. Like that was the one that yeah. like actually started to make me understand uh death of peace of mind. And now I'm just like, Yeah, this for me it was the gray. That song, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> there's so, yeah, there's so many other albums too that you mentioned, like the Shine Down album. For me, it was like I listened, I'm like, yeah, I'm liking this. It never really fully got to me, but the one it really got to me was, uh, I forgot what song it was on there, but I was at a wedding. This was about, this is in October. It was one of my best friend's weddings. I was actually DJing the wedding. That was probably not the smartest decision ever because I definitely wanted to play a bunch of like heavy stuff and then freak them out with electric callboy because, you know, why not? <laughs> but why I, go not? And ask, I go and ask my buddy and his wife. I'm like, okay, you know, uh, first dance song. Like, did you guys give me, you have a playlist for it? Like, what's the song? They hadn't picked it yet. Oh my god! They had not, and this is like five minutes before we're supposed to do this. I'm like, um, guys, this is kind of important. Yeah. And my buddy pulls out his phone. He's like, here, play this one. And I forgot what song it is, but it is off the most recent Shine Down album. I can't remember which I one it is wonder, up top. Of my head. I wonder which one it would be. I gotta pull it up now because it's gonna kill yeah. me if I don't if I yeah. don't say it, if I don't get the right. Yeah, because there's like a couple songs that I can see. Uh, let's see what we got here. Do, 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 like do, for do. a wedding? I don't know. Um, it was, I don't even know which one. I can't even, I don't even know which one. It's like, I'm taking a look at it and I don't even know which one it is up top of my head, even looking at the list. Oh, this is bad. I have no idea which one it is. I know it's off the new album though. That's all I know. Oh, okay. But like they played it and. That's still very cool though. Or, or actually they gave it, like he gave him the phone to me. We looked, maybe my buddy looked at it. It was my buddy that I went to, uh, Louder Than Life with. And we just started laughing because we're like, of all songs, this is the one you guys pick. Yeah. We're in. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. So, oh, hell yeah. So it's just kind of funny. Like, that's one thing that brought me in more with Planet Zero was when I forgot. I'm just going to kill me. I'm going to have to. I'm going to probably. I'll send it to you, like, which one it is afterwards. But let's, after I figure it out. But, yeah, it was just something where it was just a, kind of the coolest thing ever for, for me to get into that Shinedown album. And then yeah. Slipknot's album, I was on the side of, like, oh. I mean, Ask. you listen to Adderall and you're like, what is this? Just because it's it's so different. It's mm -hmm. it's so different. But I, I applaud any band that takes a chance to change their sound. Because look at Bad Omens, change their sound almost completely. Well, maybe not almost completely, but they definitely changed their sound. But it worked out for the better. Yeah, and there's plenty of other bands that have done that. I mean, Bring Me the Horizon is a great example of like every great single example. album, like something different is happening here, but... Then you take a look at, all right, are people into this? Well, they released post-human survival horror that's got a mix of everything, and it was absolutely fantastic. And now they're headlining festivals? Come on. Like, yeah. they're doing something right here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a great example. So I applaud any band that does it. <clears throat> you know, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. 
Um, like I said, there's definitely a couple skips on that album. For me, it wasn't like a 10 out of 10, but um, I really, really liked it. I don't think it deserved as much hate as it got. I think it'll be something, something my similar might happen, like what happened with Bad Omens over the next couple of months or maybe half a year, because as people have time, more time to digest it, understand it, and really kind of see the direction that they're going in, instead of just that initial reaction, more people might get into it, more, get more into the style, especially because with Slipknot's fan base, I mean, fans that have been with them since the beginning, I mean, that's almost 25 years worth of music of growth and that's not only for growth for the band but growth in people's personal lives as well where they might connect with it in a different way so it might just take some more time to really open up to it do i think it's still going to is we take over like some of those classic albums like with iowa or with the self-titled i don't think so but yeah. is it going to have lo- more of a positive reaction than the initial release quite possibly yeah yeah i agree when we do this again next year, we'll have to look back at this. Right. And talk <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine what life's going to be at that point. <laughs> oh God, life, life might be just absolutely ridiculous. Cause I mean, there's other things that like from both of our perspectives, like we both got going on where by the time the end of 2023 comes, we might be looking back and think, Jesus Christ, how did we do this stuff? Like what is life? Even I have some of those moments too. So yeah. even as we look towards 2023, what are some of your like hopes and goals or aspirations or whatever when it comes to 2023? Like, what do you want to end up achieving by the time we do this again next year? Man, <clears throat> well, one of my top priorities in terms of festivals is download in England. Um, I'm going to do everything I can to be there, to be a download. So here's me saying now I will be a download next year. Um, but more broader goals and not like specifically like a concert or mm-hmm. something. Um, definitely my communication skills. I would love to do more interviews, like interviewing bands, talking to artists. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. I'd really love to do some more on stage, not necessarily performances, but just showing up on stage either to like announce something or kind of like that DJ thing where, you know, I'm hyping up a crowd you know i would love to do more stage performances um i don't know just the last couple months i've really really grown as a person um really really fight figuring out who i am what i kind of expect from the world or just like what i what i know i deserve in this lifetime and things like that so i've really just been working on you know my mental health Um, physical health, that kind of thing. So in 2023, I really, really hope that it's pretty skyrocketed at that point. Um, yeah, there's just, there's just a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> that There's a lot. And I like the fact that you had both, you know, one that had a little more of a specific piece to it with going to download fest, which I've got a feeling once June rolls around, it's going to be, you know, this is going to be a guarantee. That you're going to be a download fest. Like you're going to start new seeing- world as well. That let, let me just throw that in there. Sick new world. I would love to go there. I feel like it's kind of like you're going to have to go there, especially with System of a Down. With System of a Down, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Scratch everything I said. Seeing System of a Down in 2023. <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, is, that is the extremely specific goal. The specific yeah. goal is Download Fest. And then the broader goal is everything that you said around there when it comes to wanting to broaden your horizon in the musical industry, you know, with in, potential doing interviews, being on stage, doing a lot more of that stage performance, potentially, you know, DJ hyping up that kind of stuff. But that actually, just thinking about that, takes me back to when we first actually talked on the first interview, because I remember you were still in college, you were just about to finish up, and you said that you wanted to do something in the music industry. That was your goal, but when it came down to exactly what that was, you had no idea exactly where you wanted to go with it. Yeah. And the key for that was taking a look at where your audience size was then, your influence on TikTok, on, on the online, everything around there. At that time, it was you had such a strong base that you were building off of. It was just a matter of time of when things were going to actually start to hit and when you were going to figure that out. And now take a look at what's happened the past year, specifically the past couple of months. It seems like you've experienced so many new things of like, you know, what is my life moment? But you have the ability now to actually understand where you potentially want to go with some of these things. And you have the ability to do it with the big fan base that you've built up for yourself with the amount of connections you made with so many of these artists over time. I mean, Smashing Pumpkins, Five Finger Death Punch, being side stage for Breaking Benjamin, Alice Chain, side stage, all this kind of stuff. Like there's so much going on there to the point where if you want to do interviews and do some interviews on your own style, 
absolutely, you know, there's, you have so many connections, so many bands, you can do them in person. You can do quick ones if you wanted to just a quick couple of questions at these shows. Cause you might be backstage with them and all of a sudden, boom, three or four questions and then some crazy ass like game or something who knows do yeah. a random tiktok yeah it's even very just possible tiktoks with them like i did with ivan moody i thought that was so so fun yeah and you're seeing potentially where it's going to work out for not only for like what's best for you in terms of like you know the business side of things but most importantly what you actually want to do in life like yeah you're figuring it out it's starting the piece are being put together the picture is being shown to you and now you got to do is go after it and as time goes on, as the next couple of months goes on, if the next couple of months are like the last couple of months for you, my God, you might already Man. be like, you already might be at this point by the time, you know, like April hits and I'll be at a show with you and I'll be like, I'll be like literally in the crowd getting ready to go crazy in the pit and you're going to come up on stage hyping up the band. I'm just going to be sitting there thinking, <laughs> huh, this makes sense. Oh my goodness. It's just, it's crazy. Like from August to now, it just seems like my life just amplified. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think the best thing about it's, it too is, is when it, with your life amplifying over the past couple months is you've just gone with the flow and you've leaned into it. You've just said yes to the experience to see what was going to happen because the more that you've done that, I mean, take a look at everything that has happened from the thing with I Moody for break Benjamin <laughs> to, you know, the DJ set with, with arena to uh, the smashing pumpkins music video to the show with the smashing pumpkins, everything <laughs> else around, like so much stuff continues. And then of course the most recent one, the 500,000 TikTok followers. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's just, it keeps going and going and going. And the best celebratory thing around that is now you got a puppy. I mean, I don't do puppy animals. <laughs> like that's just the big thing. It's just, okay, now how do we cap this off? New puppy. But that's the crazy thing is, is what we're doing this. I mean, there's still like a month left of 2022. Of course, with theirs, we're going to be closer to the yeah. end of 2022, but there's still a whole nother month for things to happen this year. I, who knows? Even by the time 2023 starts, you might even be at some of these points that you just had spoken about, given the trajectory of where things are going for you at the moment. I, I, I cannot wait for next year. And honestly, I think the biggest thing I've learned is if you are stuck between two options, go with the option that scares you more. Because I would repeat myself that like that to myself all the time. Like for Five Finger Death Punch, I reached out to Ivan Moody and I was nervous too. And I'm like, okay, I, I either message him or I don't. What scares me more? Messaging him. So I'm going to message him, you know? And if you wouldn't have messaged him, then that whole entire scene yeah. back that side. Because that's how you continue. grow. You yeah. like stepping out of your comfort zone and scaring yourself, like making yourself uncomfortable. That's how you grow. And then the crazy thing about that, too, is, is the more you put yourself in those positions that are uncomfortable as time goes on. And as those things get bigger, you know, the opportunities get bigger. You don't feel uncomfortable by them anymore. It's you like don't. this is just you, normal. Yeah, you adapt and. It's, it's really, really amazing what you can show yourself, like your capabilities that you, your bravery, things that you thought you were not capable of doing. It's crazy. Just proving yourself. The craziest thing about everything you just said in the last minute is I think that perfectly encapsulates like the whole entire thing you've gone through the past couple of months, the past year, even on, and not only that, but just kind of like the success that has come from it is just right there. It's, you're willing to take those risks. If you're uncomfortable with it, you're willing to find a way to still go forward with it and try and get that, try and figure out what you want, try and figure out how you can be successful in these certain things. And when it comes to life, there are so many times where people have that feeling of nervousness in them, where they're potentially too afraid to go out and do some of these things. But you can always look at, you know, if you don't do it, then you know what the outcome is going to be. You know, it's not going to happen. But if you give it a shot, what's going to happen? Could, could the outcome still be the same? Absolutely. But now you're not going to be wondering if it would have been different or not. You, yeah. you know, at that point. And if it works out, like with messaging Ivan Moody, <laughs> then you get to do TikToks Ivan Moody. And you get to basically tear down a whole entire room, giving you stuff for free. Like, here, take this, take this, take I this. I know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I literally look back at moments like that. And I'm just like, like, why me? You know, honestly, it's. If, if I had to put it like why you, it just takes a look, take it's, it takes about the personality behind it because when it comes to music, you're so into everything around there. You're so passionate about it. And when it comes to just connecting with all these artists, it's so easy to connect on people, connect with people that have such a passion for it, where 
you know, think about going to concerts and whatnot. All the fans that are there, it's just, why do we connect so well with everyone in the crowd? We can talk to them just randomly out of nowhere and strike up these massive conversations, become friends with them. There's just that passion there that we just absolutely connect with. And with you being able to present that in such a way, all of a sudden, now doing doing TikToks with Ivan Moody, being in a Smashing Pumpkins music video, what's going to happen next year? Are you going to end up going out on like announcing every single show for Bad Omens? Like, Oh my it goodness. Could, it could happen. <laughs> it, are you going to end up going over, like, could you end up like randomly going over to Europe in January and February because uh, Motionless and White and Beartooth want someone going up on stage, hyping up the crowd, even though it's Motionless White and Beartooth, but still you could go out I there. Saw and that tour. I that. saw that tour. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> With Stray from the Path. Yeah. I mean, you never know what happens if all of a sudden they bring you along and just, you're the one that goes up on stage. Who's ready to fucking say Beartooth? Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, Caleb Shovel is going to come out and just give as much energy as possible. And then you got to figure out, how do I announce motionless and white after that? <laughs> yeah. No, things will happen. I'm like, how does it get better than this? And then the universe really proves to me how good it can get. It just keeps getting better and better. And the thing and that's is... That's why you just have to keep holding on. And you keep putting yourself in that position for things to keep getting better and better by stepping out of your comfort zone and when you have some of those things that are like, oh, I'm a little afraid to do some of this stuff. You know what? That's when success comes. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And Erica, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give you a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So Erica, the floor is yours. The floor is mine. Well, when it, you said I can, you know, say whatever, but you know, the fact that I did reach 500,000 something, I didn't even know that that, that many people listen to metal music. <laughs> it's the truth. I'm like, how many people like metal music? Like, that's really amazing. But um, I just want to take a moment to just say how grateful I am. Like, it's, it's crazy to look at how I was a year ago in college wanting to go into the medical field, doing something completely different. And I remember I was talking to somebody and they were like, you know, I was talking about, you know, I, I my family thinks I'm all going to go to medical school, um, but that's just not what I want to do. Like, I want to do something in the rock industry. And they're like, Erica, you are more likely to be a nobody being in the medical field than doing what you're doing right now. And that just kind of changed everything for me. But I wouldn't be in this position doing all of these incredible things if it wasn't for my supporters. They're literally, they like, they are the reason I am doing all this. They are the reason I'm in this position and I cannot thank them enough. Even if it's just watching one of my videos and scrolling away or liking one of my videos or following me or any support that I have ever received from anybody. I like just the fact that they believe in me, like they watch a video of mine and they're like, I believe in her or if I can inspire anyone or if I can you know, introduce a band to somebody, you know, there's a lot of people that reach out and they're like, Oh, you got me into this band or whatever. I'm so grateful to do that. I like this music, this, like I felt alienated listening to rock and metal growing up and just being in a position where I am just being proven every, every single day that that's not the case. It's very, very amazing. I'll even add some more proof to that. There have been a couple of guests in the podcast in 2022 that strictly came off of some of the TikTok videos that you've made. Really? Yeah. When I The one that stands out specifically to me is because it was one of the most mind-boggling episodes I've ever had was a moment in Pompeii. This was like earlier in the year. Oh my gosh. I, no I, I, I brought them on to talk about one of their new songs. I'm like, I literally was, I literally said it was like, because I even messaged them like, it's because I saw him on Erica's TikTok. I'm like, can we do this? <laughs> And it was an episode where I was like, everything was going good. And all of a sudden we got so deep out of nowhere that it just shocked the hell out of me. I'm like, whoa. You're like, whoa. I'm going to like, I'm going to need to start scrolling through Erica's TikTok more to make sure I get some more of these bands out here. Because <laughs> goddamn, her recommendation's good. Wow. That's the moments like that. I'm just like taken back. I'm just like, Wow. And like, just the way that you close that out to that, that like, you know, say whatever you want to say at the end, my God, I mean, that might be the most like impactful thing I've heard from like the last statement that I've ever heard from anybody. Like that was, 
that was something that people just need to like, you need to go back and listen to that. Just if you're, if you're stuck in a position where you feel like, you know, you're stuck between two things and you want to go and do something, but you've got pressure to go somewhere else. And you know, you might feel like the thing that you like the most, even if you know you're younger and it seems like, you know, that's kind of like the thing that's not cooler is like, you feel like an outsider. Take a look at what Erica has done. I mean, my God, I mean, you know, it's, it, I, I, I'm i speechless at this moment. Like I'm, I'm baffled. My mind is buffering. I'm trying to come up with something. I'm just like, I'm- I literally have to remind myself all the time. Um, like in my, like my therapist told me to do this in my notes app. I had put my accomplishments and even if it's little things in my eyes, I literally just have a list of everything. So if you ever feel like, you know, you're not doing enough or you're not, you're not feeling as fulfilled with your life. It, you know, you can look at your accomplishments. You're like, I did that, you know? Yeah. And it, and it ups the confidence, it ups the positivity within your life. And that just, it can snowball and just become the biggest thing possible to the point where you're in a smashing pumpkins music video. And that's not even the coolest thing you did in that, that whole entire year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just perfect. Wow. And for everyone that is listening and watching the episode, if you want to make sure that you are following along with everything with Erica when it comes to social media, you know, especially TikTok, you know, reach 500,000 followers literally right before the shooting of this episode. If you want to be part of the next 500,000 to get her to a million, if you're not already there, or if you want to follow along with her on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else, all you have to do is go to the description of this podcast. It's going to say, find Erica Leanne online. You'll see the links there. You'll see the labels there. You just have to click on it and then go and hit that follow button and boom, everything's taken care of for you right then and there. All of the like legwork is going to be done by me. The couple of clicks just has to be done by you. So do it. Yeah. I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. And I remember the last time I made that promise of, you know, usually it's first rounds on me, but that last time I remember that promise of that first concert on me and we ended up actually paying off with the uh, August Burns Red We Came as Roman show, which then literally right after that, it was the Breaking Benjamin thing. Well, I'll find another concert. We'll do it all again. Yeah. (laughs) Or a festival. Or a festival. Or a festival. We'll, I'll put it this way. It'll be in 2023. We'll figure out it's something we'll because it I know I'm going to end up writing you at, you know, at least like 10 shows in the next, like, probably. Oh, like yeah. I already know there's going to be lineups. Like, I've like I've been telling myself the last couple months, I'm like, I'm going to really chill out on the concerts. And then something gets released. And you're like, oh, <laughs> damn. Like, looks like I'm going. So That's... I'm sure there's going to be plenty of those moments in 2023. And I'm sure we'll end up at a lot of the same shows as always. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And there's probably be a lot of them too up here in that the rave. It'll be like, Hey, you going to this one? Yep. Boom. Done. Like, yep, tickets I'm are in. like I've got the tickets. We're already set. We're good to go. And then We're I'll good. tell, I'll message yep. Jarek to be like, Hey, I'll Jarek, see your Hawaiian please. shirt. <laughs> you just, you'll, you'll see the brewer's hat and you'll, you'll know. The brewer's exactly. hat. I'm like, up oh, there's Kevin. Instinctively. The instinctively. And as we bring this podcast to its full conclusion, is this goodbye? Absolutely not. Because I know I'm going to see you plenty shows in 2023. I might see you again at some point this year. Who who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, we there's still a whole see. other month. On top of that though, I mean, goodbye. No, no, no. That is way too final. So Erica, as always, this is see you later. See you later. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, folks, that's our interview with Erica Lee. And once again, please make sure you follow along with everything that Erica is doing. She's on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok, yeah, she just crossed that 500,000 marker as recorded this podcast. She's probably well above that 500,000 marker now, but if you're not following along with her, go and do that right now. You want to know why? You could be the part of the first million, million. Oh, yeah, go and do that as well. And, you know, you're going to want to say, it's kind of like watch what Erica's doing because, my God, just the positivity that I was rating from this episode. And you're going to see a lot of that happen in 2023 as well. She is able to connect with so many bands, so many, it, just the passion is really the reason behind it. It's just that passion for the music that I love the music is really what's coming across here. So it absolutely is going to hit. You're going to want to follow along with her and want to be a part of that whole entire journey. You want another journey. You want to be a part of the core progression podcast journey. Please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for your viewing pleasure. We are also on YouTube. So hit subscribe on that YouTube button so you can watch all these interviews or you can listen on Spotify. Five Podcast, I Radio, or Amazon, and any other streaming platform that Britain Media helped us get on. Thank you, Noah Britain. You demand. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe. Consider it my Christmas present. If you're like, nah, I don't want to. Still, thanks for stopping by, though. And we hope to see you back sometime soon because you're always welcome here on the Corporate Russian Podcast. Also, I want to thank our sponsors, Phoenix Fitness. Again, 20% off using the code CPP20 at FNXFit.com. Description of the podcast. Thank you guys over at Phoenix Fitness. It, this, this podcast was so cool to actually do just because... 
since the first one that we did back in 2021, uh, I've seen probably, I don't know how many shows with Erica. It's definitely double digits. It might be close to like 15 at this point. Uh, we went to welcome to Rockville together with our, the friends, Jake and Jarek, Jake and Jarek shout out to you guys once again. And it's just the amount of fun that has been going on just with the people I've met through this podcast, people I've become friends with. I mean, it's, it, it kind of speaks to what Erica was talking about with like stepping out of your comfort zone. And if you're scared to do something and you know, you're like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Go with the option that scares you more. I mean, it's just a great way to just speak about this episode, man. I mean, I, I'm kind of still speechless about it. Just damn. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. I can't wait to be able to uh, see more shows with Erica in 2023. And of course do this at the end of 2023 once again and see how much further the both of us have become because it's been a journey. Just going to keep going on on that note. That's going to be for me to guess the to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I am every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah!